Welcome back, Patriots, to Conservative Daily Podcast. This is part two of our interview with Mike Lindell and Brandon Howes. If you missed part one with Mike, go back and check it out. Here we go. Here, you guys, I'm going to get off and I'll let Brandon get his time. I, I went into his time. I apologize. <laughs> <That's> all right. <laughs> Mike, hey, hey, Mike, 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 uh, Mike, God bless you. We're going to pray for you after the, the show, but I just want you to know that uh, you're on our hearts and uh, I do appreciate you stopping by and we'll get you in here next week if you have some time because I have a bunch of Absolutely. other questions I want to ask you. All right. Absolutely. Anytime, Thanks, you guys. Mike. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. God bless you, Mike. Mike Lindell, everyone. Brandon House. Do we have? Hey guys. Oh, there he is. Okay, now I can hear him. Hey, Brandon. How you doing? uh, So I turn all my technology off from sundown on Friday to sundown on Saturday, and so when I turned my technology back on, I had a a text from you on Saturday uh, of the show that you did on Saturday. Your whole day on Saturday got flipped upside down. Tell us a little bit about uh, about your your special on on Saturday night Worldview Weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Joe and Ash, for having me on. Um, we uh, we talked about it briefly throughout the week, you know, kind of watching this march toward monkeypox. And then we talked about it Friday night and this report that came out that actually simulated in November of 2021 uh, what would it be like to have a monkeypox outbreak. And in their actual document, which we have the screenshots of, you know, they, they, they their fake country that they put in this simulation has a monkeypox outbreak May 15th, 2022. What are the odds, right? So, um, we so this mentioned is another all that event on- 201 situation. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to, Brandon, if you're okay, I would like to take that, your, your, um, story on that. I'd like to rebroadcast it out to, um, conservative daily listeners too. If you, if you give me permission yeah. to do that, I, I would yeah, like to do it. it go everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's an hour and 15. Go for it. Uh, thank yeah. you. Um, uh, so I started, so, so Friday night, I started digging into that report and, you know, looking up the names of everyone involved, who's the group, who's funded it. So all day Saturday, that's all I did. I called up Karen Kingston, the former Pfizer employee that works with us so often. She's a pretty uh, regular. And um, I said, we got to do a Saturday broadcast. And she said, is there any way you can wait till Monday? I said, no, because we'll be, everybody will scoop us. So let's go for it and let's get ahead of everybody else. And I have time to actually research it today, Saturday. So I spent all day Saturday researching this report and who's behind it, who funded it. And basically the cliff note version is um, right there in the report, they thank uh, this uh, group, Open, uh, you know, foundation group, Open Philanthropy, as it's called. And I look up, well, what's Open Philanthropy? I go look it up and it's actually one of the co-founders of Facebook. Um, So wait a minute. You've got one of the guys connected, Mark Zuckerberg, is involved in this. And then I go and I look at who's involved in the simulation. And you have the UN represented. You have the WHO represented. You have Bill and Melinda Gates represented with their foundation. You have um, uh, the uh, former FDA director that's there. I mean, you go down the list, you got Johnson & Johnson involved. You go down the list, and it's the normal players we dealt with before with COVID. And yeah. what are they going to do? I guarantee you they're going to use this to try to tell us we have to vote at home, vote from ballots. So Facebook and Zuckerberg, with his funding of the you know, Center for Civic and Tech Life, $400 million, whatever. Now you're telling me we've got another co-founder of Facebook involved in this, funding this report, running this simulation, comes out November 2021, specifically says in their own document that monkeypox in this uh, fake country they made up breaks out May 15, 2022. Voila, here we are. So we went through it, and we believe that there could be many things. Now, this is very fluid. It's continually to develop. 
But we we're wondering if what we are seeing here is not shingles. If this isn't, we said on Saturday night, we said, look yes. at the pictures, see if this doesn't look like shingles. And we know that some people have been given the shot and boosted many times are supposedly getting shingles. So is this a gigantic cover for the number of people that are going to get really, really sick from having gotten so many boosters? And this is a great way. Oh, they got monkeypox. Oh, do they really? Or are they having shingles? Or are they having some of these other um, uh, ulcers and skin problems that jump up from this vaccine that are tied back to AIDS? Because there have been people that have been warning about that, including early 2020, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovich on my show in early 2020. And of course, I got flooded with emails and texts. Why are you interviewing her? She's crazy. Oh, really? Everything she said is pretty well come true, right? So is this a gigantic cover for the damage the shots and the boosters are doing? Is this also something that's been weaponized to add to it? And is this also a gigantic cover so we can all be forced to vote by ballot again? They can steal the election. There's a lot going on here. And of course, we're researching now and at, uh, well, exactly one hour from now, I'll go live at LindellTV.com with uh, Karen Kingston and others and the new research that we're adding to this. Fabulous. Go ahead, Joe. I want to ask you a question. This is this is really important for me because, you know, we've talked about the DOD report and shingles was one of the one things one of the things that was um, on the on the list. But you also talked talked about AIDS and one of the the complications of HIV when you when you when you get to the AIDS area and we know that there's been an 800 percent spike in in AIDS cases amongst uh, active military and that that don't have any promiscuity issues that don't that, that haven't you know been involved in any sort of uh, high risk environments that did take the vaccine so we know that there's an opportunity in chaos but you know could could we be getting to the place where we're able to to push all this stuff together and really tell an entire story i mean is there if we if we get all the players together i i, I, th I just feel like it's coming together like we're finally getting to a place where we're starting to recognize that, that this vaccine was purposely put out there to uh um, to create the adverse effects we're dealing with today yeah I, and i believe that with the work of karen kingston and some of the others that we work with uh, you know she she said to me on the air the other night she said give me Give me 48 hours and I'll tell you exactly what labs were doing this, researching this. And so she's been digging all day Saturday, Sunday, today already. So we've already uncovered a lot. Uh, we were texting last night till late at night, back and forth with document stuff that some people were sending to me. Some medical doctors that I know sent me some stuff. I sent it over to her. She starts digging it. Everybody is grabbing pieces of the puzzle. We're putting it together and it is starting to form a picture. Absolutely. Good. Good, because the truth needs to be told. You know, I don't think it's a surprise that the the global elite are meeting in Switzerland this week, whether they're meeting in Davos to talk about the economic plans for the Great Reset or whether they're in Geneva talking about the health care uh, plans for the Great Reset. We see them um, putting together a pandemic treaty in, in Geneva well, this week. But I'm going to really quickly do an ad read. Uh, so this podcast brought to you by Air Medcare Network. Um, if you're in a rural area, it's hard to reach. Or if you like to hike, or you, you frankly, if you spend a lot of time on the road, health insurance won't always cover you at the cost of an, America, or excuse me, an emergency medical flight. God forbid it ever happened to you. But with the Air Medicare Network, you're covered. For as little as $85 a year, your whole household will be covered. There are no deductibles in case you ever need to be air medically transported. There's also a secondary one that if you are in a different state, they can fly you back uh, to the state so you don't have a, a, as heavy a burden on your family getting to you. 
So if you use promo code daily um, and you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily, you'll receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. I've been a member for the last year and a half. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. God. And, and this document, this document specifically from November 2021, talks about giving over more power to the United Nations. It talked uh, to, which is the World Health Organization, their group. It talks about setting what are triggers and that the WHO and the UN will have the power to unilaterally declare you know, some kind of health emergency. And we need to have triggers uh, that um, cause us to go ahead and declare those emergencies, even though they go on to admit there will be false alarms, but it's too dangerous to wait. So they have to have triggers and then they have to have what they call a no regrets policy. Uh, no regrets, meaning I guess, oops, we cried wolf too many times, but hey, we're so, you know, we're not going to say we're sorry. We're not going to have any regrets because to wait could be catastrophic. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and have triggers, pull the lever early for a shutdown, lock people down, do everything we need to do. And if it turns out we were wrong, oh, I'm sorry. You know, wait a minute. Are you getting, are you kidding me? I'm sorry. You declared another emergency, shut down businesses, shut down schools. I mean, how many of these businesses can be shut down and lose that revenue and still be a viable business and open back up? How many times can we shut our kids down and not eventually have the serious ongoing psychological uh, problems we're having with our young people when we do this? So, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, we're going to have a trigger, you know, various triggers we set up and then no and a no regrets policy. Really? Well, that's easy for them to say. These guys are all getting government checks. OK, they're going to get government checks. They're going to print the money inflate away our currency. They'll get their check. But guess what? The small business owner can't deal with your triggers and your no regrets. And his business is destroyed. His life work, everything is sacrificed for because you guys are a bunch of, you know, health Nazis taking advantage of one orchestrated bioweapon engineered thing after another to do exactly what they're doing. Destroy us. You know, what's very ironic, at the same time they're destroying the free market system globally and stealing our liberties and freedoms, they're also attacking major Christian and religious institutions left and right because they know these institutions are the final thing they need to take down. Here in America, very many, very few Americans are aware of this, but I've been tracking it for months. Uh, and that is what broke today with the news, the Associated Press and other places, a big scandal with the Southern Baptist Convention. And most people say, what do I care? Uh, Well, the Southern Baptist Convention happens to be the largest denomination, Protestant denomination in America. Okay, that's number one. Predominantly located in the South. Okay, that's where you got a lot of conservatives. And they're coming out now with a big report about hiding sex scandals and pastors that should have been uh, held accountable for what they're doing. I agree. They should have. But let me tell you what's going to happen from my my months of researching this. Again, a team of us at work on these kind of things. We have not discussed this on the radio. This is my first time to discuss it because we weren't interested in running out there and talking about this until we saw what was going to happen. But we began to research the different people involved, the legal people involved, the groups involved. And I'll tell you what I believe. My opinion from watching this is you definitely had a problem inside the largest Protestant denomination in America, I think, with sex scandals and covering things up. But what they're doing, I believe, is taking the sinful actions and behavior or and or I could say corruption of people and they're going to use it to destroy a denomination because we have to destroy every conservative, traditionally conservative, Protestant organization we can in America 
because the evangelicals are the last line of defense. I had a former CIA analyst and a former CIA officer sitting in my uh, living room in November of 2018. Both of them got my book, Marxianity, that I wrote, Marxianity. It had just come out. And they said to me, independently of each other sitting there, they said, if they can take the Marxists and the Islamists can take down the evangelical church in America, the evangelicals in America and their institution, it's over. That is the last line. They have penetrated every sphere of influence they need to. If they can take down the evangelicals, they will have captured America. Well, just as we watch this bird flu or monkey pox and all this stuff happening, we also see this onslaught of conservative Christians, denominations, leaders, Many of them who are many of them who are not perfect, many of them who have problems, many of them who should have been fired, prosecuted, whatever. But they're destroying institutions that have traditionally stood up against socialism and evil and Islam and the overthrow of our nation. So watch it as they destroy those institutions. And and, and some of the people have given them the ammunition to do it, sadly. It is the well, great Mr. reset. Mr. Right? Mr. Mr. Producer, I have a I have a, a picture I want to put up, and and Brandon, I don't know if you saw this, but this was in Texas. There was a 15 year old girl that was taken from a Dallas Mavericks game and was trafficked all the way to Oklahoma, and uh, the the media is silent about this. They haven't said one word about this anywhere. We, I dealt with this almost a week ago. Okay, yeah. it finally made the Daily Mail. It finally made the Daily Mail over the weekend. Okay, it was the big headline of the Daily Mail. We dealt with it, what do you think, guys, five, six days before that? Yeah. I went on my radio show, and I talked about it because I saw it, I found it, and I went off. And the reason I went off is because this dad takes his 15-year-old daughter to the Mavericks game in Dallas. She goes to the bathroom before halftime, and she doesn't come back to her seat. She, He goes to file a report, my daughter's missing, my daughter's missing. The Dallas they police- They wouldn't do anything about it. Didn't want to take it seriously. They're like, well, you need to go report this to the suburb cops in your area. So he goes to the suburb cops where he lives. They're like, well, no, no, you need to report this to the cops in Dallas because that's where it happened. He gets this ping pong. I've been there. Okay, My family and I have had threats, and, and, and we can tell you where it came from. The guy's social security number, his driver's license after we hired some private people to dig this guy up. And the same thing happened there. Uh, your different police departments, nobody wants to do anything, and they want to pass it off to each other. I guess you know they just want to shuffle paper. So... The, the, the police, according to the report, got the, the report on the 9th of April. They didn't put out the bulletin until April 11th. Wow. Are you kidding me? For two days, they're sitting on this where this girl's gone. So what does the dad do? Apparently, he has to go to a nonprofit private organization that are experts in tracking kids that are sex trafficked. They take her photo. They use artificial, they use the uh, artificial intelligence and facial recognition things. And they pop that in, I guess, probably the dark web, which I don't know where that is. I don't want to know where it is. I've never been on it. I never plan to go on it. But apparently they know where this stuff is. They pop that in there and voila, they get a hit. And what do they have? Naked photographs of this 15-year-old, the report said. She's already online, pictures of her naked, offering her up for sale. They track her down to Oklahoma, 200 miles away from Dallas, where she's in a hotel being trafficked and assaulted by a group and collection of people. Now, so before, you, you the police, before the police would even put out a bulletin, she was already in trade, in, in the trade. Yeah, yeah, she was already trafficked. And let me tell you something. That caused me to do a whole radio show on this last week and TV show on this early last week. 
because I went and I started putting the search engines sex trafficking and cops. And I found a lot of articles about cops involved in sex trafficking all the way to chiefs of police covering and on trial covering for sex trafficking. Hey, let's not forget, apparently our own FBI knew that uh, Epstein was sex trafficking long before that came out and turned a blind eye to it. So the sad thing is we have corruption in all areas today, including the institutions we used to be the quickest to defend, the police, the sheriffs, the FBI, the institutions that we used to jump to defend had great respect for, the cultural Marxists have infiltrated those institutions, we have lowered their pay, we spend too much money on parks and recs and and $100 million high schools, literally, with sports facilities like a professional football team or big team college team, and then we pay the cops and the sheriffs dog food, and we wonder why we're scraping the bottom of the barrel a lot of the time for the candidates that we have, okay? This is by design. The cultural Marxists want us hiring substandard cops and sheriff deputies so they do dumb things. But then they can get those body cameras on them, them doing dumb things, use that to incite the public, and then say, you know what, we need to federalize the police, okay? That's what they want to do. So they deliberately create a crisis, they deliberately manufacture the crisis, they make the problem, exploit the problem, manufacture the problem, and then they offer up the solution, federalizing our police. So I say again, you're getting what you pay for, Economics 101. Stop with the parks, stop with all of the uh, open green space that we're spending all this money on and bike paths, which are nice and right in and of themselves. But the first responsibility of government are not $100 million high schools and parks and recs and the nicest uh, tennis courts and baseball fields and soccer fields and all the things we spend money on in our suburbs. It's the police. And so when your daughter is taken and she's trafficked, don't complain because you, the taxpayer, did not hold your elected officials responsible to fulfill the purpose of government, security and protection. And you've got a substandard police department that doesn't want to take a report and put out a bulletin for two days that a girl's already being sex trafficked. I got to read in for one of our sponsors. So I'm really excited to, to have found this bank, uh, Axos Bank. They opened on Independence Day uh, in 2000. They're not crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the rewards checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate. It's a, it's a big one. Listeners can get $150 bonus when you open, um, op- open up an, an account by July 31st. Big rewards from banks that believe that the freedom to do business without compromise are values. Amazing, right? So go to axosbank.com slash daily for full details. That's axos.com slash daily for all the cash bonus. All you need is $1,500 direct deposit in the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. AxosBank.com slash daily. Go check them out. It, it, it just it flies in the, in the face of, of common sense. I have to ask you a question. With the legislative legislator branch um, compromise, the judiciary compromise, obviously we have the executive branch compromise in many states. Now we have a compromise on teachers and school systems, and we have a com- compromise on the sheriff's office. You know, what's left, and how do we regain, in your opinion, what's, what's the theory on how we regain all of these positions of trust and authority and push out this cancer that is just this evil cancer that has kind of taken over our society? Well, I, I, I have a documentary that came out, part one, it's two hours. Anyone can watch the whole two hours for free at brainwashedthemovie.com. Brainwashed, 
www.themovie.com. All two hours apart, one are free to watch. I'm not selling anything. Uh, I used to sell my documentaries, but the, the nation has gotten so bad that I'm making my documentaries available for free. I'm literally right now already filming part two that will be out this fall. And the emphasis of part two is apathy and passivity. Apathy and passivity. The basis of my documentary is studying the POWs of the Korean War uh, in, in, in Korea. The POWs in the Korean War, our POWs, our American POWs. And then studying the people of China and how they were brainwashed in the 1949 Chinese Communist Revolution. And I studied the processes that were, were uh, uh, done, the strategies, the steps, to brainwash our own POWs. And there was a gigantic government study done in the 1950s uh, of these American POWs. There are, there are 12 systematic steps that I've been able to come up with of how you brainwash a people, all of them being done in America on Americans now. One of the biggest problems in the POW camps in North Korea with our guys was apathy and passivity. Apathy and passivity. They became passive and apathetic. And the other thing was, number one, in the step of brainwashing, you must move away the leaders. So in the 12 steps I've come up with, number one, you must move the leaders away from the rest of the group. Do you know what percentage of leaders they had to move away from the other POWs? 5%. That's all. They just had to move 5% of the men away from the other men. And so 5% of the men were considered leaders. They were called reactionaries. And they went off to yeah. reactionary That meant if you were an officer, if you were religious, you were deemed a reactionary immediately. Um, but they could not have any leadership. When the men, the 5% of the leaders were moved away, the 95% became docile, apathetic, and passive. And the death rate among those men was 4 out of 10. 4 out of 10, the largest our government had ever seen with any of our POWs ever. And it did not happen to the other people captured from the other nations. There had some, something went wrong in the upbringing and education of these men. Remember now, this is the 1950s. What went wrong in the 40s? What went wrong in the late 30s and 40s that put these young men in the state of mind they were in? Well, I researched it. And there was a Reese committee, a congressional Reese committee named after a man named Reese from my home state of Tennessee. And he did a study and released a report in 1954, the Reese report. And what it found is that the globalist internationalist foundations in America began to infiltrate our school curriculum, even in the 1930s and 40s, and teach the idea of collectivism, not individuality, collectivism, socialism. And our young people, even in school in the 40s, did not learn enough about America, civics, history, how our government works. And so when those men in the school in the 40s became POWs in the 50s, they could not overcome the brainwashing of the communist PO, in the POW camps, who, by the way, put them through classes, literally put them in rows and passed out curriculum. And the curriculum was written by the communist at the communist Jefferson School in New York City, shipped wow. over there to North Korea. And our guys were told all the bad things about America, all the horrible things about America, a racist nation, a bunch of white supremacists. You guys are capitalist and you're evil. Really? Sound familiar today? Now they don't have it to is. capture our kids and haul them to POW camps. They actually come into our schools and teach this same curriculum today nationwide under the guise of white privilege, male, you know, 
toxic masculinity, which the American Psychological Association now says is a mental disorder. So uh, uh, let's not forget that, because during the Soviet Union, a common tactic was to take your enemy and have them institutionalized as crazy. So yeah. now they're setting us up mentally, mentally ill, domestic terrorist, extremist, violent, yet that psychological projection. I interviewed today, today I interviewed one of the 11 men known as the Alcatraz 11. These were the 11 men that were taken away from the Hanoi Hilton. They were taken from the Hanoi Hilton in Vietnam because they were being leaders. They were communicating, they were tapping on the floor, the walls, Morse code. They were bulking up the other men and telling them to resist, resist. Don't become apathetic, don't become passive. Resist the communists, even in the face of torture, resist. Do not give information. And they let them torture them up to the very last moment. And then they would give them some baloney information. Uh, and there was a movie made about it. It came out in 1979, and I watched it when it first aired. I was 10 years old. It was called When Hell Was in Session, and it was about these 11 men, and it particularly was about the life story of Jeremiah Denton, the longest-held prisoner of war during Vietnam. Today, I interviewed one of the 11. There's only three of them left. And we talked about apathy and passivity. We talked about what allowed him to go through such torture. Now remember, they moved the 11 away from Hanoi Hilton to what they called Alcatraz a mile down the road because they did not want these 11 men having influence on the others because they were teaching them to resist. And what he said was what kept him going was what he had learned at home. He learned from his coaches in football to dig it out, dig it out, get up, get knocked down, get up, do it again. Yeah. He said that made a huge impact when he was being tortured beyond what we could comprehend that he could do it again. His coach, his faith, and the scout. What he learned from those three institutions, he credits for helping him survive and resist and never giving information to the enemy. Well, my friends, the institution, institutions in our nation, our churches and our homes, and of course the scouts, they're destroying all of them. They're destroying everyone. They're making on purpose. Correct. This is this. You ask me what are we going to do to survive? We've got to establish again the institutions that make leaders, that make individuals, that don't go along with the group, that have moral convictions. Because the men that survived in the POW camps of North Korea had two things when the other ones didn't survive or gave in. And some of them, by the way, when the war was over, were so brainwashed they didn't want to leave North Korea. They wanted to stay with their communist captors. But the two things, those who went in and came out the same, two things they had was faith and conviction. Mm. Faith and conviction. Everybody else, hey. And many yeah. of them died, four out of 10. Pulled the sheets up over their head and willed themselves to die from passivity and apathy. And the, and the medical experts in America and our military didn't know what to call it. Well, the men already had a name for it. The men in the, the POWs coming home already had a name for it. Give up itis, give up yeah. itis. And that's where we're at today. Too many people are apathetic, passive, and are giving up. It's that and I mental. would say we better, read our, we better read our Declaration of Independence because that is the foundation for the Constitution. And our Declaration of Independence says that when Amen. the federal government becomes tyrannical and it is outside the rule of law and these documents, you not only have the right, but you have the obligation to replace it and restore a constitutional government. And my friends, this government is lawless. They are, they are the insurrectionists. They're lawless. 
They're Marxist. They're funded by the Marxists and the globalists, which is international socialism. They are the domestic terrorists. They are the enemy. We are being overthrown by enemies foreign and domestic, and you do not have to obey them. You, you do not. Any of these government agencies show up at your door. I don't care what initials they have. They might as well have a hammer and sickle on their chest or jacket because they are the useful idiots for the Marxists, for the communists. You do yeah. not have to obey. In fact, you are obligated not to obey. The government in Washington is now lawless. We are no longer under the rule of law. And if you don't want to take my word for it, fine. I have the former assistant deputy director of the counterterrorism division of the FBI on video who was in our studio for three hours with three other retired high-ranking guys and the former assistant secretary, the former deputy assistant director of the counterterrorism division of the FBI, Terry Turchie said, we are no longer under the rule of law in America. The FBI has been captured by the DOJ. The DOJ has been captured by the communists. We are in the middle of a Marxist revolution and you do not have to comply. And if you do, you are breaking, not only I believe the Bible's commandment, you're breaking the constitution, the declaration. They are illegitimate. They are to be not obeyed. They are lawless. We are not the lawless one. We want government and the rule of law and the constitution. American people better wake up and realize just because they say it's the law doesn't mean it's right. That's yeah. what the Nazis did in Germany. And our American prosecutors at the Nuremberg trial stood up and said, well, of course you didn't break the law. You changed all the laws, but you broke yeah. the laws of nature and God and you're guilty. These guys have broken the law, the laws of nature and nature's God. We do not have to comply. Resist, resist, be apathetic, do not comply. I need to do an ad read really quick. So, so this show is brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, maybe advertisers know a bit too much about you. If you're connected, if you're concerned about privacy of your identity, using incognito mode won't always solve the problem either. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. When you you can use IP Vanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IP Vanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trusted Pilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash daily. It's important to use the slash daily. ipvanish.com slash daily. And use promo code daily to save 70% as a conservative daily podcast listener. Um, I also want to tell you that um, if you use IP Vanish and you have the, the VPN working when you're in and you try to unlock your car or do things like that, it will not work. You have to disconnect it because the car, the phone itself uses both the IMEI and the IP address collectively to validate who you are. So it will not work if you do not use, if you, if you don't turn it off in some instances. Well, and I think, Brandon, this goes back to what we were talking about with Mike, right, is that it takes courage. Um, and, and all of those things that they've been breaking down, right, the, the guys that were able to withstand that they had faith and they had conviction, they had mental fortitude. And they've tried to break down, you know, our it for, starting from infancy, right, starting in, in schools and everything, they break you down to be um, compliant, 
right? The, our school, government schools are a training ground for compliance and breaking down mental fortitude so that people won't be courageous enough to stand up and say, no, this is wrong. When um, does that interview that you mentioned with the Alcatraz 11 member, when does that air and where else can people find you, Brandon? Thank you. Uh, it, we just recorded it today, and so I'm trying to decide whether to air it or whether to save it for my documentary. So I'll let you guys know soon. I will, I will, you know, probably air it because it was 30 minutes, and so I'll cut it into pieces for the documentary. But soon, soon. But other than that, they can follow me at uh, wvwtv.com, wvwtv.com. That's where we post all of our shows, plus the other shows we produce by other people. And then, of course, at lindelltv.com and frankspeech.com. Thank you so much for being with us, Brandon. Thank you, guys. Hey, Brandon, thanks a lot. Uh, we'll have you on again, and you're a wealth of knowledge. And, uh, you know, I, I want to actually talk to you offline about the Scouts because I was an investment and character chair for the Scouts, and when they came in and told us they were going to let girls in and transgenders in and they were going to just mess it all up, um, I was one of the largest fundraisers for our area. And, and I had guys like Joe Ellis and Pete Coors and other ones that, that ran the investment and character chair for their areas. They'd raise a couple hundred grand and I'd raise four or 500,000. Well, when this wow. all came down, I stepped, I stepped away. I was like, there's no, I'm, I'm out. I have, I have no desire to be a part of an organization that is basically fundamentally going against God's word. I just can't do it. And they all tried to convince me. And then they made that, that fatal decision to say it's no longer the Boy Scouts of America, it's the Scouts. And yep. even those guys were like, yeah, we're out. <laughs> so, you know, see, they, I, in know, they, know they know fundamentally they have to destroy institutions like the Boy Scouts because look at what do. it created. Look at what it has created and the leaders it has created. They, they cannot have leaders if they're going to have a successful revolution. Certainly not leaders that are patriotic. You know, Ronald Reagan told us in his farewell address, my concern is there is a lack of patriotism, you know, that people think that's old fashioned. And he called for an informed patriotism, in his farewell address. Yuri Bezmenov, the former KGB officer who was an expert in propaganda, was asked in 1984 when he was interviewed by my friend G. Edward Griffin, after laying out the processes by which brainwashing happens and how the KGB were working in our country and destroy our country. G. Edward Griffin asked him, <clears throat> what do you do about it? And the former KGB officer said, teach patriotism, teach patriotism. You know, it's very interesting, whether it's Yuri Bezmenov, whether it's uh, Ronald Reagan, I could go down the line. So many of these guys are experts and former communists. Uh, they all said almost the same thing, teach patriotism. Of course, today we've made standing for the flag, the national anthem, you're a racist. So they're destroying these institutions that they know have created the leaders that are going to resist the communist revolution. And notice how they started taking them down years in advance before we got where we are today. They, they were working, they've been working for years to take down these institutions so they could have an easy revolution without firing up. Well, that's exactly what, uh, that's what exactly what uh, uh, the former KG, the former Soviet Union leader said, Nikita Khrushchev, your children will fall over into our hands like overripe fruit. Yeah. yeah, they're very patient, the communists, the authoritarians. Yeah. They're very patient. They've been waiting for their moment for a long time. Are people courageous yeah, enough to stand up against them? We'll see. That's what the Frankfurt School guys called the long march through the institutions. Antonio Gramsci, the Italian communist that they studied, they referred to it as the long march through the institutions. Yep. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Brandon, thank you so much for being with us this morning. We'll Thanks, have you back guys. soon. Thanks. and. 
I do hope you publish that interview because I definitely want to watch that. So thanks so much. Oh, we will. We will. Sooner, sooner rather than later, I promise. Awesome. Brandon Thank you House, guys. Lindell TV. Thank you, sir. God bless you. I'm excited about the future of Lindell TV. There is some really great content uh, on both Lindell TV 1 and Lindell TV 2 coming up. You've got em Emma Robinson over there now. As Mike mentioned, Lara Logan's getting ready to come out with a, a documentary that focuses on the machines. So there's a lot of, a lot of good content coming out. Yeah, there's a lot of good content and a lot of good characters that are moving their content over as it, as it gains more steam on Frank's speech. And then, you know, to, to give Mike credit for what he's been able to build, you know, he has my pillow, he has my store, he's got Lindell TV, he has Frank's speech, he's uh, funded and given money to the US EIP, he has Cause of America. I mean, he literally has built an Just entire Just to correct you, US EIP does not take any funding. Not, not a single penny has been raised, but he does support, he does... Uh, fully support cause of America. He is the financial backer for right. cause of America. I've been corrected, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that's so a, I mean, yeah, that's USCIP's brand, right? We don't, we, we don't want your money. We want you. We want your skills, talents, and passions. We want to put you to work. So. All right. Well, here we are. We're out of time. We went over again today. We'll probably split this yeah. up into two sections and put it back out there. I do want to let everybody know that We've got some great guests that are going to be on in the next couple of days, some controversial guests on in the next couple of days. And we'll be covering some of the stuff with the WHO. We'll be covering the Sussman trial. Um, we will probably talk a little bit about the Sussman trial tonight. Um, and I want, I want everybody to pay attention to the mainstream media. The, the top story in the mainstream media on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News, what do you think that is, Ash? What do you think the top story is? UFOs. Climate change. No. Is it climate? Jo it's always Johnny climate Depp. change. Oh. It's Johnny Depp. Right. I mean, it is basically live that we should It's a Hollywood divorce. Wow. <laughs> it's, it, it, and, With all and, the problems the, in the world, the top story is a Hollywood up. divorce. If you um, ever thought the media was trustworthy, stop, because it's not. There's also a study that came out that 69% of America believes that the U.S. is in trouble. And when asked about what we're in trouble with, it's just we've lost our moral compass. We've lost our ability to see what true north is. So I think when Mike Lindell came on this morning and he said, or earlier, and he said, hey, listen, we need to get on our knees and pray. We typically pray when things are bad. I think that that's kind of where things started to switch in our society because we used to pray every day. We used to go to church and pray. We would you know, do the Pledge of Allegiance and, and talk about the fact that we pledge allegiance uh, under God for our nation. And we've, we've slowly been able to erode that with this Marxist ideology that Brandon House was talking about as well. So interesting, if you, we, we are going to rebroadcast sometime in the next couple of days uh, Brandon House's um, interview and the thing that he put out there, uh, the explosive uh, information he put out there this weekend. You need to watch it because they actually did plan. They planned for, for a monkeypox outbreak, and the date was eerie. Yeah. May 15th, 2022. So that, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. It's been great having you. We're, we're, we're going to pray because we're going to pray at the end of every show. So, yeah. And if I could just say, you know, when we when we think about what's happened to our society and how, you know, yes, we don't we don't pray as a society anymore. We don't have true leaders as a society anymore. It's not surprising, um, you know, that five percent of the, the population is all you would need to take out in order to brainwash the rest, because courage, 
um, is what we need right now. And while courage is contagious, it is also sorely lacking in the institutions as we talked about. And I think a big part of that is because we forget who is in control. And you know, Proverbs 18.10 says, the name of Adonai is a strong tower. A righteous person runs to it and is raised high. Other uh, translations say, a righteous person runs to it and is safe. God is the answer, and Jesus is the answer. That is how we win. That is the, um, you know, we say uh, the, the way is narrow. Jesus told us the way is narrow. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and the way is narrow. And we see that in our institutions, from the federal government to the state government to the local governments to the universities to the media and Hollywood institutions to the churches. Courage is, uh, is sorely lacking, and that's what we need right now. And all it takes is remembering that God is in control and asking God, you know, Father, what is what, what is it that you put me here for? Why am I here? Why why what is you decided to put me in this time for such a time as this? What's the purpose? And he'll tell you because we're living in that in that time right now where I was reading a book over the weekend that talked about prophetic moments, prophet, uh, prophecies hitting their moments. Um, and we're living in a time where the Bible is literally coming alive before our eyes. And so I want, you know, that's the, just remember it's God's in control. The name of God is a strong tower. Run to it and you will be safe. You will be lifted high and you will know what to do. Um, so Joe, I'll let you, I'll let you pray. We can close out. All right. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to have such courageous men on this, on this show today. And uh, thank you for our listeners and thank you for the time that we have uh, together that we can speak truth. Uh, Father, please be with us as we go about our, our daily activities. We may do so in remembrance of understanding how to live our lives um, in the image of Jesus, that we may walk in faith and act in faith and uh, choose the right. Father, help us that uh, we may uh, be protected from the evil in our society and we may have the courage uh, and the stamina to stand up against them. We are winning, Father. We know that your will will be done. We just ask that you give us the strength to be able to stand and fight for the greater good of our nation and to eliminate this evil in our society. I say all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So we, uh, we've got a bunch of things that are going to be coming up. We have, I'm having a conversation today with an FM radio station. So I don't know what that's all about, but we're going to have a conversation. We've been talking about this for about six weeks. So I guess we'll be on uh radio stations around the country as well. Um, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily. If you want to see us live, you can go to uh, conservative-daily.com, Frank Speech, Rumble, DLive, and CloudHub. We're going to add a couple more to that. We're probably going to go live um, on Getter as well and a few other places. Um, if you want to, on your way out, smash the Rumble button if you're on Rumble. If you're on the website, just leave us a comment. Just tell us uh, how you think the show went today. If you want to hear us on the audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Uh, go over there, give us a five-star review, and um, share it with someone that needs to hear it. Um, and you can also, if you need a reminder, we go live. You can text the word FREEDOM to 89517, and we will definitely tell you when we're going live. Subscribe to our newsletter and get our daily facts blast. The link is in the description below. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. And I'm Ash Up. God bless. God bless you all, and we'll see you tonight at 4 o'clock Mountain Time. Until then, God bless you, and have a great day. <music>